What is good, everybody? Welcome to the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel. This is the Back Row Commander Show. Just got done witnessing one of the worst football games that I've ever seen in my entire life. The Commanders were able to win this game, what was it, 12-7. to 7. Uh, Brian Robinson Jr. got a touchdown. So I'm happy for him. But at the same time, it's like this team is terrible. This team, I have, I literally have no words for this team. I got some people joining me on this episode. Um, yeah, we're going to dive into the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, really don't know what to think of this team um, other than the team is so bad. Um, we're going to see how we're going to rock this thing. I, I'm even trying to see if I'm going to run my intro or not. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and run the intro. Why not? All right, man. So we back. Like I said, the commanders win this game 12 to 7. Um, don't really know what to expect from this team. And to be honest, it was looking like they were going to lose this game. And it was looking like what happened to them last week versus the Titans. Uh, go figure. Joey Sly misses the field goal. Scott Turner. Scott Turner. I cannot stand Scott Turner. Um, one of my guests just hopped on. Let me get my guy on the screen. At the stream, I got my guy Eon in the Ian in the building. Not Eon, Ian in the building, man. What's good, yeah, brother? Man. What's good, man? Appreciate you having me on, man. Really appreciate. Absolutely, it. man. It was an impromptu show, and to be honest, man, I've not been recording content for the Commanders. I've been kind of pissed off at the Commanders, but I said, you know what? Might as well get on here and vent, man. It's Thursday night. Just got done watching this game. And I got time. I got time. I got my kids. That's right. Up, we got time. We just we got time. We got time. So what are your thoughts on this game? I'm gonna let you talk for a little bit. My thoughts on this game was if it wasn't the Bears, we would not win this game. If it wasn't <laughs> Justin Fields, we would have not won this game. There's there's nothing about this game that tells you that we would have won this game without without it being the Bears and Justin Fields. Clearly, he's he's uh, they don't utilize him right. His right. OC got a full four quarterback. He doesn't put him on the edge. He constantly keeps him in the in the pocket. I mean, uh, you have four downs inside the ten, and you keep your quarterback in the pocket and don't put him on the move. Yep. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's 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 Turner type calling right there to me. That's that's our offensive coordinator type calling right there. So I feel like that if it wasn't the Bears, we won't get this win at all. Um, and, and that's where I am about it. Uh, I mean, it's to get a win. I mean, it, to me, it doesn't, nothing, it doesn't push us forward because it gives us another week of the same thing that we're going to be getting, yeah. um, uh, you know, after this, which I, I'm very frustrated about, you know, because I, I think I'm just completely done with the wins experiment. <laughs> I, I, think I'm, I think I'm done with it. But let me ask you this, though. If you're saying you're done with Winks, but before I, I ask the question, what's good, Time Out Sports? What's good, Josh? I got my guys in the crowd, in the chat. Um, So if you're saying you're done with the Winks experiment, right, where do you go next? We know who Taylor Heineke is. I would say go uh, Sam Howell, but uh, I don't think Howell is ready just he's, yet. He's not ready, but what we do know is that everyone on the team likes Taylor Heineke. Well, that's what yep. we do know. We do yep. know that 
he is one of those guys like Chase Young that brings fire to this team. Like everyone believes in Taylor Heineke. That's that's what we do know. So he's gonna light a fire. He ain't got yep. the arm like Carson, but we do know he's going to. You know, I feel like he's gonna do give us a hundred percent. Whereas Carson, I don't feel like that always. And then if we you know if we lose with Taylor for a couple of games, that's when we bring in Sam Howell, get the young girl in there, boy in there. I don't. I don't feel like that we're gonna go anywhere with Vince. And, and also we need to think about getting that pick now. 70 percent right. of our snaps. We need to think about that. Like we're not yep. going anywhere. Eight and eight seeds, eight, seven, seven and nine. We're not gonna go anywhere. We need to think about picking that pick. And to be honest, man, like what are we even doing? We can't even beat the Bears. Like we we struggle. So it's like the season is over. The season is over, the season has been over. Like, <laughs> Hey, shout out to Live Wire Sports and Entertainment in the building. He says Ron is not going to bench Wentz. That's twenty-eight million dollars that you mentioned. It's twenty-eight million dollars, but you have to think we need that second-round pick more than this twenty-eight million. If the twenty-eight million is getting you nowhere, what is the point? There is, this no is point in, in playing Carson. Wentz this right is now. this is the worst-case scenario. We end up with Wentz the whole season. We end yep. up seventy-nine or. Or eight, eight, or eight, nine, or whatever it is, where we don't get a high draft pick, we leave Wentz in because they think they have a shot at the playoffs, and we we lose that draft pick, we lose Wentz, and we have a middle of the road draft pick like always, ten, then a ten to fifteen uh, draft slot. That's like a that's a worst case scenario. It looks like we might be heading for it. I'm sorry, man. I'm trying to um trying to multitask. And switch myself from the uh, from the cell phone to the laptop. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're good. I, I can hear you. All right, good deal, good deal. It's my first time using this headpiece and this uh, headset. So, yeah, man, it's it's looking pretty pretty ugly right now. Um, we have no sense of direction. Um, let's talk about Scott Turner for a little minute. Scott yeah. Turner sucks. <laughs> I mean, play forward. Scott I mean, Turner is trash. I'm tired of people defending him. I'm tired of we're blaming Wentz, but this is a Scott Turner problem. Yes, I I put let's do let's do a blame pie. Let's do okay. a blame pie. Like I like to let's do a blame pie. I I will do mine first. So All I will right. put I'll put twenty percent on the line. Okay. I'll put twenty percent on Wentz. Okay. And I'll put sixty percent on Scott Turner. All right. That's how I feel. I feel like, and I've and I felt like this all since Ron has brought him here, simply because he said one thing since he got here, and this was before Terry signed his deal two years okay. ago, and even last year he said the same thing: is we were complaining about why can't we get Terry the ball, which we've yep. been talking about that for three years. Yep. He said two years ago that his offense isn't designed to go to a specific person. We're not going to try to force feed anybody. The ball is going to go where it can go. No. Terry needs the ball. You don't just say where it's going to go, where it's going to go. He said that two years ago. Then he said it again last year. Then he says it again. He's like, so, again, we're not drawing a play, so we don't know if Wentz is supposed to be going to Terry. But, I mean, you telling me that lets me know that you're not trying to get the bet. How is it that Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adams, uh, Jamar Chase, uh, Justin Jefferson have 50-something, 60-something rece- like receptions? Yep. And Terry's got 32. 
yep. <laughs> with three tonight. Right. And let me tell you how bad. So if we're playing the blame, like the blame game and the percentage and everything, 80% of Scott Turner. I'm sorry, 80% of Scott Turner. And okay. I would share five and two and one and whatever. 80% of Scott Turner, and this is why I say what I say. If Terry McLaurin is your big money guy, we talk about, oh, Carson Wentz and his day, 28 million. How much are we paying Terry? You got to start passing this guy the ball. You got to force feed him. They try to get him the ball during like some screens and some and some runs and stuff like that. Nah, I don't need Terry carrying the ball. He got laid out. He fumbled the ball. I do not want Terry running the ball. Right. Yeah, I, I understand you. If you if you have to get the ball to Terry by running the ball, that just shows how trash of an offensive coordinator you are. Exactly. You, I'd rather you throw a million screens. To Terry before you let him run the ball, it just doesn't make any sense. Like it's just telling me you can't draw up the plays. He's open. We want to blame Wentz, and I'm not defending Wentz. I'm, I'm look after I think it was like after like game two or three, I was done defending Wentz. I was done. Right, I was done. He's not it. He doesn't fit this system, and it seems like Scott Turner's offense is tailor made for a guy who's mobile. Every time Carson Wentz bootlegs, the play action fake, what are you play action faking? You run the ball. You're not effective in running the ball. Thank God they actually ran the ball today. Without running the ball today, we don't win this game. They were able to gain a little bit of positive yards here and there, but his play calling is so predictable. Your play, The play action is for when you're actually running the ball, right? You right. know that you don't run the ball. You're not effective running the ball. Not only that, I got so much to say. You didn't, you, you didn't use Gibson correctly. Right, mention him completely the entire first half just didn't make any sense. Yes, I'm pro Brian Robinson. That's my guy. He had a good game, had a decent game, had a good game, a decent game. But that does not mean you bench Gibson. Everything no. that Gibson can, everything that McKissick can do, Gibson can do, and Gibson can do it better. We can debate it all day long. The only thing with Gibson is that is the is the is the fumble issues. He came in that second half on that touchdown drive and he looked great. Then it's like, so Scott Turner, you had this guy at your disposal and you called no plays for him? You're paying Terry McLaurin all this money and you can't find him, right? You bring in Carson Wentz and you're not even playing within the strengths, right? The offensive line is bad. They looked better today with Larson coming back. But it's just so much with this team that if I'm blaming Scott Turner 80%, Ron Rivera deserves the other 20%. I don't necessarily put the blame on Wentz. You can only do what you can do. We 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 know who he is. Right. If he's protected, don't lie. When he's protected, he's looked good, right? Not only that, for the most part, not only that, Carson Wentz is a guy that needs a lot of weapons around him at this stage in, of his career to, to to look decent, right? You don't surround you you have the weapons, but it's like, for example, when you watch that Titans game, you got a six seven tight end. You got another tight end that's humongous. You got Cam Sims. You got all these different guys, and you can't find anything going in the red zone. What I stated on Twitter was Jahan Dotson is the best red zone target for the commanders. Why do I say that? In the small sample size that I've seen out of Jahan Dotson, he gets touchdowns. Yep. In those tight little spaces, he knows how to create separation, and he gets touchdowns. For some reason, Terry doesn't do, Terry doesn't do that. Terry hasn't done that. In his career here, he had a few games when it didn't matter versus one. He had a nice catch versus um, 
versus Green Bay. There was a crazy one versus ATL. But when it's 20 yards in, let's be real. Have you seen Terry create separation and, and catch a touchdown? He doesn't. He doesn't. Right. And it's not a knock on Terry. Is it a knock on Scott Turner? I don't know who to blame. But for some reason, I feel confident when I see John Dotson out there. I Four touchdowns. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Jahan Dotson is a big piece to what they do. I've just never seen Terry as a guy that creates separation and gets open when you need him to. I don't see it. Same thing about um, uh, um, a friend of mine. We were talking about Jahan Dotson, and we were like, and he was telling me at training camp, he was like, man, they say Jahan Dotson is our number, like, he looks like our best receiver. I'm like, no, nah, I can't be. But he, and then if you just go back and watch his red zone attempts, that's the re- that's another reason why we're struggling in the red zone is because he is clearly our best red zone because his feet are so quick and he runs the best routes in the red zone. That is the main reason why we are struggling in the red zone is because he's not been there and then also Carson has not hit him when he was there before the hamstring injury. Right. But I and let me say this. Hey, Josh, if you're watching, please share the link with Kyle and share the link in all the Redskins groups for me. Uh, I'm on a rant right now, so I can't really share the link while I'm uh, on this uh, on this live. But I I put up a I put up a post, and this guy got so pissed off and said, "Oh no, our best red zone target is Cole Turner." Mind you, Cole Turner hasn't played yet, or he he right. played that one game. Cole Tur- and I said, have you seen Cole Turner play in an NFL game? I'm going off for the small sample size that I've seen out of Jahan Dotson. Then he posts me a pick in practice with Cole Turner doing this. Catch it. I don't care about no practice. We're talking no. about practice, man. We ain't talking about the game. It's no. Like, for me to say what I've said, I've seen it. For you to say what you've said, you haven't seen it. Even if Cole Turner's capable, we haven't seen it. We don't know who Cole Turner is, but we do know who Jahan Dotson is. And this goes to my next point. So, uh, Live Wire says 10% on Wentz, 90% on Scott Turner. Yes, I, I look, as bad as Wentz has looked, as good as he's looked, all the blame for me on offense. Everything that is wrong with the offense outside of the offensive line, to me, is Scott Turner. You, you Look, you got to be able to call better plays. The plays to uh, Dayami Brown was nice, but it's not every day that, that you play a, a defense as bad as us, which is the Titans, okay? It's not yeah. every day the Titans, but – you got to dial up some things. Like, I mean, golly. How, how is it that we got the tight ends? Like, what's going on? We we can't get – not only can we not get the ball to Terry, but the only time we get positive yards is when we do bubble screens or, or quick passes. That's not going to work against the good teams. Like, I'm just tired of us not looking like a real offense. And I agree. I, I agree that I would say that that's why I say the turn against the lion's share of the, of the blame – but you've got to give – I mean, but to me, in my opinion, Carson is – he's he's really slow in the pocket. Mm-hmm. He's only looking at a couple of, of, of routes, and these mm-hmm. five-yard passes are killing me. Right. I know – I know they, they went and got you because Taylor can do that. Taylor yeah. can do what he's doing right now at a higher level, and he can move in the pocket. So that's not why they got you because ta- everything that he's throwing, Taylor can throw that right now, and, mm-hmm. and he knows the offense better. And he can run and move out of the pocket so he won't get sacked 23 times. Right. What they got him for was the deep to intermediate passes. Yep. And he's not hitting those. He's very inaccurate. And he's slow and, and he's and he's slow in his reads and he's throwing these short passes. So I, I gotta give him something to blame. Uh and and the, and really I don't even really want to blame the line. I really want to blame Ron. Because these right. are all his people. 
He let go of Eric Flowers. Uh, he let go of Sheriff, but Sheriff didn't want to be here. But yep. then you bring in two old Panthers that were past their prime. Two old geezers, you slow one. and fat. You you benched one already who didn't even practice the whole training camp. You benched one, and then you got this other one who got who actually had a, he was kind of decent tonight, I guess, but maybe it was because of the Bears. But right. he's been getting bowled over. Pro Football Focus has him rated the number 30, 30th lot, like guard in the league. Like mm-hmm. these are people that these are moves, roster moves that he makes that this whole thing it has kind of blown up. And that's why I'm right. like, I hate to see it, but I'm okay with like, you know, Ron out of here and blowing this whole thing up because we're not going anywhere with Ron right now. And right. It, it, I don't know if he's wearing too many hats because he's never been a GM before. He's never been a player evaluator. Right. They decided to do this coach century thing and it's yep. just not working. Like, I don't know. It's just not, it's just not working. Yeah. Tonight, so, uh, I, tonight, I really, I was just embarrassed. I mean, I don't know how you always just embarrassed about tonight. So let me go ahead and move to this next point. Josh says, I'll say one thing. Our receivers need to catch the ball. And that's And that's absolutely true. Yeah. Like, Curtis Samuel had butterfingers tonight. Um, the receivers looked bad. No separate. You're making too much money for that. You're making too much money to drop it's, it's you. You are an NFL pro type wide receiver. Appreciate you, Josh. But it's like, I don't know what to think of this offense. The personnel is okay. I I like the receivers. Now, I'll say this. With Jahan Dotson in with the team, it, it's a whole other element. He can go deep. He can go intermediate. He's great in the red zone. There's so much that, that he can do that I do like. But it's like when you take him out, <laughs> this offense takes a step back. Also, I think moving forward with Brian Robinson Jr., let's talk about him next. I like where he's headed. Obviously, he ran the ball a lot today. The per carry wasn't great. But one thing I would say is that he was effective in terms of, okay, I'm going to run, and I'm going to try to get the tough yards. He had some nice runs, but then he had some terrible runs too. It was like it went both ways. But I'll say this. In a game like this where we need to run the ball to kind of grind it out, I loved what I saw out of Brian Robinson Jr. Mind you, he's not even 100%. And a lot of the things that he was able to do, Gibson can't do. Right. Because he's not – right, because Gibson is not a a running back. back. Yeah, Yeah, we already already talked about – we already established that between me and you talking. And we all know Gibson's not a real running back. Like, for example, once we were pinned – like, pinned there at the half-yard line, half-inch line, Gibson, we get a safety. You know what I'm saying? It saves two points for these boys, but Brian Robinson is able to crunch out these tough yards. And I'm telling you, he's going to get every single goal line carry. You can bank on it. It's going to be 90% Robinson. Everybody else gets 10%. Like that 10% is going to be shared between Gibson, McKissick, and even Jonathan Williams. I think that it adds another element to the offense. We saw the offensive line. The interior even looked better blocking for this guy. He's decisive. He hits the holes. Obviously, there's times that he's trying to dance around, but he hits a hole and goes when Gibson is looking. He's looking. I'm like, bro, what you looking at? Gibson, (laughs) you got a hole. Run through the hole. And Gibson's just doing this. But Robinson, he's decisive. He's not necessarily fast, but guess what? He gets positive yardage. That's yeah. one thing I like about him. I think he adds a whole new element to the to the team, Jahan Dotson. And don't be surprised if we go Howell. I'm like, my prediction is by week nine, Sam Howell is the guy the rest of the way. Because what I saw tonight, 
We weren't supposed to win. It's supposed to be one and five. No. Okay. Yeah. These next four, five, six games, I don't see us winning any of them. Like, I'm sorry. No. I I have checked out. I have checked out. And officially, I can say the commanders have the worst team in the NFL. After tonight, I am convinced. Carson Wentz <laughs> runs. He tries to shake somebody, and he broke his ankle. Right. What the heck is going on? I I that's what that's why I'm I'm conflicted cuz I hate to see my guys lose but us winning tonight does nothing for us because had we lost tonight I think something would have changed something would have changed cuz they have 10 days before their next game against Green Bay and I think had they lost tonight something would have changed but of you course. know what but since they won tonight the same thing is going to apply for next week, Green Bay. Same exact game you got today, you're going to get it against Green Bay, and nothing's oh, going to change. Bruh, when we play Green Bay, I'm even scared to watch that game. I don't even want to watch that game. When we play Green Bay, I'm telling you, they're going to send the house. Carson Wentz is getting sacked at least 12 times. Th- those corners don't play. So we talk about, no. oh, Terry, big money, Terry, big money. Ah, look, forget all that big money crap. You're going to have to step up. Versus these top tier corners. Do you want it to be the number one wide receiver on this team? Whether you're being schemed, whether you're not being schemed, it might be a combination of not even getting open. So I'm not gonna yeah, put all the blame on And that was you gonna be my go point. There, you gotta go out there, see, because look, when Terry was like when Terry had no help, right? And Terry had volume, he looks great. Kind of like Antonio Gibson. When Antonio Gibson had volume, he looks great, right? Now that Terry, you're the number one. Now you got weapons on the opposite side, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson. Why is it that Jahan Dotson and Curtis Samuel is getting love? Even with Jahan Dotson out, Curtis was still getting love. He's still he's yep. still highly targeted because how to use him. But Jahan was out here creating. It's not like Jahan is going against bums. You're going against the number one corner. He's going against the number two corner. Sometimes it's flip-flop. Right. But you gotta, hey, you gotta refine your game. We like to criticize. Montez Sweat, which we're going to get to. We like to criticize uh, uh, Payne and Allen. It's time for Terry to start taking some of this blame. You're the leader yeah. of this team. Exactly. This and, team. To, and to be easy's point, what happened to the passing game? The wide receivers have to win. Like, they have to win. Like, they have to win. Curtis Samuels, with all this speed, they're paying you number two type money. You need to win. Terry, you've got to win. Even Dotson, when he comes back, you have to win. He wins in the red zone, but notice you don't see too much from him in between the, the you know, the 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 the, the 40s, like the 40 mm-hmm. and 40. Like, they don't. You have to win their routes. That's right. the number one. They have to win their routes. And and it's it's time. It's time to do it. Like, it's time to right. do it. Scott, Scott Turner needs to draw it up, and then they need to win. Something Like, big players need to make a play. Like, somebody needs to make a play. I agree. And let me tell you how poor this – see, I can point out so many examples on why this is a poorly coached team. For example, right before the half, Justin Fields had a chance to chunk the ball to the end zone. What is the number one rule when you see the ball? You just knock it down. You knock it down. That's easy. That's 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 uh, pop one of football. Bruh. Bruh. Look. Like, uh, what's his name? Stephen A. always says, stay off the weed. Exactly, man. I don't even know if I can say that on YouTube. YouTube might counsel me right now. I don't care. <laughs> it is so bad. When you look at this team, 
They are a reflection of the leaders. They are a reflection of the front office. They are a reflection of Ron Rivera. Point coach team. The little intricacies you can see. I got my boy Hawk in the building, man. What's good, brother? Um, Saint, Saints last year. Same teams. thing. Saints game last year. Didn't knock it down. Halftime. Right before the halftime. Same thing. Didn't knock it down. Bruh, this is driving me crazy because this team is talented. They have the talent, right? Finally, like, see, the first game was a tease. And I should not have overreacted, but I was so excited to see some offense. I was so excited to see us come back. That, those are two things that we haven't had. We haven't had a good offense. We haven't had a good quarterback. We haven't had an offense that can come back down 14 or down whatever. So I even put up a post. It seems like Carson Wentz loves to play from behind. When he's losing, <laughs> he looks kind of good. It's like hurry up offense. So if he likes to hurry up, run a hurry up offense. It's the little – look, I ain't never played football. I ain't never coached football. I don't even analyze football like that. I'll go out – look, I'll come out here. I'll talk my – you know, talk my talk. But you'll never see me saying, oh, X's and O's. That's not me. You know what I'm saying? Right. But at the end of the day, for somebody like me who doesn't really know football like that, if I'm noticing all these different little things, it just doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? No. It doesn't make any sense. And it never makes any sense. And they're doing the same. What frustrates me? And you, and you, what you were saying about the Jacksonville game, you were in fool's gold, and that's how most people were. I wasn't fooled. I've been saying this about Ron from the last, from the three years when he got here, that he's a great guy. You know, I think as a person, he's good. He's mm -hmm. never been a GM role or a player evaluator. Yeah. Why we would put him in that role after not only having three winning seasons in his whole career, why we would put him in that role? I don't see why. And then from building from that year to the next year, it's seeing the same small details, intricacies. And here's the thing about Ron. He is very stubborn, very stubborn and will not take accountability. And he will not admit when he makes a mistake. If you draft a bad person, if you draft a bad player, hey, everybody drafts a bad player, find a replacement, move on. You make, you make, a, bad, you make a bad free agent pickup, William Jackson. Make a mistake and move on. You clearly know this guy was a man corner. It was in his profiles, what he did in Cincy, as what he was drafted to do. You pulled him over here, paid him all the money, and tried to make him a, a zone corner. Okay, mm -hmm. you figured it out last year. So here we are, 2022. We have a new year. We know he's not a we know he's not a zone corner. Yeah. And you learned that last year. He said it. You said it. But here we are, 2022. You still put him in the zone. I, oh, I don't man. get it. Bro, I don't I get it. I can't. And even Benjamin St. Juice, shout out to Benjamin St. Juice. He was the hero yes. tonight. He won the game. He won the right. game. He played well. And even prior to that, it was uh, Derek Forrest with another big play. So let's, you know, as long as, you know, we're ranting and we're mad and we're pissed off, got to give credit to St. Juice. Got to give credit to um, to Derek Forrest. I think those are two Wild guys. Goose. Wild, Wild be, Goose played too. Yeah, Wild Goose. I mean, these are guys, they're all young, that can be a cornerstone of this defense. And one thing I want to give credit to with this team is that we were able to get pressures. We were able to get pressures all year. But it's for some reason. So is with every good, there's a bad. We're yeah. able to get pressure, but we can't get the sacks. I love when they were hitting Justin Fields. I don't care if it was legal. I don't care if it was <laughs> illegal. I don't care if you come from a big, rich town. I come from the poorest parts. It's a power of reference for those who watch the show. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but like – they were hitting fields. 
Fields yeah. was looking crazy. Fields was looking like uh, he was looking just like Martin from that episode when Martin goes and, and you know he was like in a boxing ring. He fights right. guy yeah, he out with the stuff he walked. <laughs> I posted a, I posted something saying, "Hey, this is how Fields is gonna look tomorrow." I mean, he was so hurt; it felt like his chest was broken, his ribs was broken. They was getting after him. They were getting. After him. I love that. Even if it's legal, not legal, keep hitting him. If you can't get to him. Even Montez Sweat last week didn't wrap up. He's out here hugging somebody, and then they get the first down. You gotta. I know they're protecting these quarterbacks, man. But if you're just that close, you might as well just go ahead. That's why. I, look, I know Jonathan Allen hit, twisted his leg or whatever. I didn't. You know, I'm not saying injure the guy, but at least I'm. I'm glad he did something instead of just holding him. Right. You hold him, but he the, completes a touchdown. But the defense for the last three weeks has been playing. They've done mm-hmm. enough. The last three weeks to actually win the game. I mean, against yeah. Philly, it was only one quarter. They they scored twenty four points in one quarter. It was it. That's against it. Dallas, they they held them pretty much the whole game. It was an ugly game like this. Offense can do nothing. Again, against the Titans, they played good defense. We couldn't score yeah. again. Again, yeah. it, the defense is making improvements. What you what you what you want to see? Uh, we we definitely need a better linebacker. I do yeah. like Cole, Cole Holcomb because I do like him. He's a tackling machine. We need. We know hard. we need it. He just doesn't have yeah. the. He doesn't have the Roquan Smith. Like he doesn't have the the dog mentality. He plays hard. No, it's kind of. But like he's crazy. a tackling machine. He's a tackling machine. But it's like we need more than that. Sometimes. You, but our, you our defense is doing enough to win. Our offense is just embarrassing right now. And going coming out of training camp, the whole thing was we think our offense is going to be some dogs because we got. These great wide receivers. We got this dual <laughs> running back system. Now we got Carson Wentz. All, and then coming out of the Jacksonville game, all I heard was, okay, we had explosive offense. We can do this. We, that's right. what we got in there for. And our defense is pretty much winning these games. Like, And and, sure. and, and with a little bit of luck. I mean, I don't think if that guy fumbles the ball, I'm sure that we, we win the game. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into this game, how we got this win. But this is what I'll say. We can definitely turn this thing around, but do I have faith? Nah. No. It's two things have to happen. It's either you get Carson Wentz out of there and you put Sam Howell in. Because when I look at Sam Howell, yes, he doesn't have the experience, right? But he plays just like Taylor Heineke. He's a Taylor Heineke with a better arm. With a better arm. With a better but, arm. So but, he here's a little thing, bit of, but here's the thing. He, he doesn't know the offense as good as Taylor Heineke. If they want to salvage this, because Taylor Heineke and Wentz, Wentz is basically doing the same thing. He's, he isn't th- stretching the field. He's yep. throwing everything that Taylor could do, and he wouldn't take 23 sacks. So, like, yep. if yep. you're really trying to make this thing work and you're trying to actually win, you have to move to him. And yeah. then when it doesn't, then when we lose two or three games, then you put Sam Howell in. Because I want to see what the young boy can do. Because I, I honestly think I, if, it, if this thing goes off the rail – uh, I would hope that Ron would be out of here, and then the next regime comes in and they can get their quarterback. But we I have will, to see look, what the young boy do. We, gotta we see got this Sam point right here by my guy, Time Out Sports. Time Out Sports says, to be fair, Doxon, is it, is it Doxon? Doxon, sorry, Doxon. Doxon, <laughs> my bad. Doxon, <laughs> Thomas, and Bates were out. I didn't even realize Bates was out. He goes, Brown might as well have been out. I get it, but at the same time, hmm. It's just something you still got Terry. Right. Terry's being paid. Look, when you're being paid like Debo Samuel and Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson and Cooper, I need that kind of production. I don't care. But 
But here's the thing about that. When they were in, the offense was still the same when all three of these people were in. Thomas exactly. is not fully healed. I don't know why they even put him back in. We right. They drafted Cole Turner. He's just now playing. He right. couldn't even beat out uh, – he couldn't, yeah, he couldn't even beat Rogers to get on the field. He was healthy, but Cole Turner right. couldn't even beat him out. He's finally getting some snaps now, and Bates is strictly a blocking tight end. Block, yeah. So, I mean, I look, mean, the, what we got uh, out, of, out of the tight end position, I'm still not excited. Everybody's like, oh, we got Cole. Look, I love Cole Turner, what he can bring to the table, but we all know that it takes these tight ends a while. Rookie tight ends a while. John Bates is just in year two. And, and I like is, John look, Bates. He's a he's a he's one of my probably one of the best tight end blockers in the league, really. I, right. I like but, him. But let me say this though. We talk about Ricky Seals Jones and him not being here and all block. Ricky Seals Jones and the skill set that he brought to the table would be useful had he, if he's healthy. All I'm saying is like we should have at least brought in a veteran. You gotta bring in a veteran. You cannot be trusting all these young guys. Like uh, the tight end position is a tough position to grasp that you gotta have at least one veteran. On this tight end group, you cannot be relying on three rookies. But that's completely contradictory to what Ron said. He clearly said at the end of the year that year three, we need to win. We need to take a step forward. But then he's drafting all these young people, young guys, and expecting them to take him to that. And then he's like, well, you got to give them time to grow. Look, well, which one is it? Do we need to give them time to grow? Or are you, <laughs> let me tell you something. Or are we ready to take a step from the third year? Let me tell you something. We've gotten lucky with Dotson's production so far. We've gotten unlucky with Brian Robinson Jr.'s production so far. And that's why I'm like, look, toss Howell in there. What's the worst that can happen, man? Whether he knows the offense or doesn't know the offense, look at Justin Fields. You think he still he, you think he knows the offense? You guys no. don't know what he's doing. You don't got Clear, the clearly they're not using him right. They're, they're not, not using, using him right. right. They're not using it right. All I'm saying is the current state of this offensive line. And Carson Wentz not being mobile anymore, third highest, you know, like, yeah. Yes, Taylor Heineke doesn't have the arm to do the things that Wentz want to do. I'm with you. You can go Taylor. You can go Howell. That's the move now. If you want to win That's games. the move. If That's you want to continue to lose. And whatever the song is, the Washington Commanders select pick number two. Like, we are on pace for pick number two. So if we are playing for pick number two, Keep rocking with wins. That's fine. Hopefully. You lose a second round exactly. pick Hopefully. to guarantee yourself that you get pick number two. That's I'm okay with that. I'm okay but with but that. here's the thing. Ron is so he's so arrogant and stubborn. He will not admit a mistake and admit that wins is not going to get him anywhere. He's like, Win got this guy. This is our guy. I get it. He threw Carson Wentz under the bus. You can't throw him under the bus and then now say, Oh no, he's our guy. Nah, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> right, you can't do it. I can't. You can't do it. I'm. I'm just so frustrated with this coaching staff, the evaluation. I've been frustrated with Turner and the way he calls plays. It just doesn't. It just doesn't look like an NFL offense. You see, teams like the Bengals, who won two games a couple of years ago. Of course, they got Joe Barrow. They got the quarterback, and then the next year they're in the Super Bowl. You see these teams that have. A competent offense. Even Detroit has a competent. Their defense is trash, but their offense is one of the top five offenses in the league. Like how? How are these people that don't have the the most talent, the, the, the talent that we have, have better offenses than we have? It comes down to the coaching, and and Scott Turner has not been. He wasn't proven before he got here. He's not proven now. He's not Noah Turner. He's definitely not Noah Turner because he doesn't run the ball right. like Noah Turner. So I, 
I don't get hey, why Rod is so I put the link in the description. You can copy the link and then uh, hop on. I would love to hear your perspective on this team. You follow this team like crazy and you always support the channel. So I would love to, you know, I'd love to have you on. Just copy that, copy that link, put it into your, your, um, you know, search whatever, and then just hop in if you can. Uh, if it doesn't work, let me know, and I'll send it to you on Twitter. But this team is bad. The coaching is bad. Like, everything is bad. And uh, somebody just put up uh, – let me read it again. He says, I agree. Go with Howell so you know if he's the guy or if we need to draft another guy. And that's the thing. I understand he was a fifth-round pick. I get that. But the with quarterbacks, it really doesn't matter where you draft them. It matters, but it doesn't really matter. You got to see if Howell – it's two things. You got to see if Howell can be the franchise guy, number one. Number two, you have to see if Howell is better than Taylor Heineke because he's playing for a position. So let's say you put in Howell and you're like, oh, man, this guy, he needs some development or he's this and that. He can come into next year as a third guy behind Taylor Heineke or somebody else, okay? Now, if Howell is – Better than Taylor Heineke and shows you some strides and, you you know, then you can decide. Do we go offensive line? Do we trade back? You can trade back and, and recoup a 24 first-round pick just from trading back. Uh-huh. You, you can't believe how Let's say that, like, you miss out on, on, on Young and Strahd, right? You can, like, because then it's like the other quarterbacks out there. Do you really trust them? Are they really better than Howell? Are they really – you know, can it really be some? They're gonna be more expensive than how that's for sure. We got my guy C Ruff in the building, aka Tama Sports, man. Welcome to the show, man. Talk to the people. What's going on, man? I appreciate the invite. Absolutely, man. I've been meaning to invite you for a while, but it's just you know, I just be rambling sometimes. <laughs> rambling <laughs> sometimes, and honestly, I've not been recording commanders content, so this is a rare commanders episode. So talk to me about your thoughts about the team. Talk to me about your thoughts about Scott Turner the whole night. You know what, man? It's a lot. It's a lot. I I felt like before the game, I was in in the bay, uh, boat. Excuse me. Of uh, just tank, man. This season is a loss. <laughs> I mean, you're in a division where the other three teams are strong. You know, they've jumped out. They've jumped out quick. And like you said earlier, both of you all have said we have so many holes. Uh, when you talk about uh, Scott Turner, he's calling plays as if he just does not know football. Right. Uh, it, right. I mean, Terry McLaurin, I've been capable for Terry for years. I think he is one of the better receivers in football, and he's getting three or four targets a game. Right. No excuse for that. There's none. Um, I, mean, I mean, where do I go from here? Y- your defensive line, like we said, your defensive line is good. But it's got to get home. You can't just get home and let uh, Justin Fields escape from sacks. We had at least two plays where he should have been sacked, and he ended up breaking out of that and going, you know, and getting a lot of yards on one of them for sure. Yeah. And you got to know, second, you got to know that he's looking to go outside. So you need to keep the edge, keep him in the pocket. Like you, that's coaching one on one for the the ends. Like. They're coaching. Uh, I just don't get what they're what they're telling these people. We're not football people. We're not in there with them every day and doing this for our livelihood. But if we can see this, how can they not see it? Man, I don't, I don't know. It, it's a lot. It really is. I mean, I, and it's I, frustrating. I, I, what, what's, 
need work. Uh, I don't know. And and it, like I think both of you all said, now you win this game and you're going to have false hope about, hey. about thinking that you back, you know, you back in it. You took it right out of my mouth. That's what I was going to say. You took it. You took it right out of my mouth. That's exactly what I was saying. We went winning this game does I in my mind in my mind in my opinion it does more to hurt us than help us. It gives us ten days for for people to think that we're back in it, that we're good, <laughs> that we're gonna that we're gonna do something uh, and and keep the same the same stuff that we had on the field tonight again against. <laughs> Exact same stuff. When I think if we would have lost this game, which we really should have, just by the if we were a better team, then I think a change would have been made. I think either a change with the OC or a quarterback change. I think something drastic would have changed. Now I think we're going to get this same product in ten days against the Packers, which is unfortunate and what we've been looking at for the last couple of years, and it's it's really sad and frustrating, really. And this is what I want to see happen, man. I want to see. A change like the 49ers. Jimmy G did well getting them far, but they knew, hey, this is the guy that we drafted and it's time to make a change and see what we got in them, right? Now, had Howell been a second round pick or even a third round, you know, a higher draft pick, we won't be having this conversation. He will automatically be in the game right now. Carson Wentz has taken this team as far as they can go. Yep. Man, we have a guest in the building, man. I, I, look, this is Philly Notion, an annoying Philly fan, <laughs> an annoying Philly content creator. He's really good at what he does. He says, salute, fellas. Congrats on y'all. Sorry, win. A W is a W, but the turd is still a turd. LOL. What about that Washington Nation? Philly Notion, hey, there's a, there, look, there, there is coming a time when the Eagles will lose in the first round. <laughs> and when that time comes, I need you to invite me on your show so we can talk about how trash the Eagles are. Y'all go ahead and enjoy your undefeated uh, uh, record so far, but I guarantee right. you guys, when you guys get to the playoffs, we're going to find out who the Eagles really are. That's what they I'm up right now. That. They Sorry, up right now. Pigeon we'll, franchise. They're up right now. We'll see how how long they stay up. But I yeah, mean, exactly. you you can kick us when we're down, really. But. Right. You know, right now, the Eagles are enjoying themselves. I'm hearing Jalen Hurts is the next whatever, this and that. And that's fine. I like Jalen Hurts in fantasy. He runs the ball. He's a great running back. And, um, you know, enjoy your victories I, <laughs> right now. I think that they're – I think uh, – and, and he can answer. I think that Philly wins mostly because they're well coached. No, no I no. think that their scheme with Jalen Jalen – is really really good. Like they use they they use their uh, his abilities to his best. Like they they cater their offense to him. Like the right. Bears should cater their offense to Justin. Right. All jokes aside, the Eagles are a really good team. They're a great team. I'm just making fun, but they're a really good team, and they have well, a really good defense. They have really good. Look, when you look at the three teams in the NFC East, Jalen Hurts has four passing touchdowns. Cooper Rush, I think three or four. Daniel Jones, yeah. three or four. Wentz has. 10, right? Ten. But that's because you're trying to come back. I don't care about these garbage stats. Yeah, you're going to put up numbers. Yeah. Wentz is on pace for 4,700 yards, 37 touchdowns, and 27 picks. 27 picks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care about all these stats, especially when, when it's passing stats, right? What are you doing to actually win games? The Eagles have a nice uh, pass game. 
They're getting, they have two really nice wide receivers. They have a superstar tight end. You got two nice corners. You got a secondary. You got Miles Sanders has been coached up to be a nice looking running back this season. And that's something that our staff can't do. You know, they're putting Jalen Hurts in the best position to win. They go and bring in AJ Brown and says, hey, Let's go ahead and try to do something. You go bring in a James Bradbury. You go bring in all these different guys. Uh, who's that uh, safety that they brought in? Car- they got Charles Gardner from uh, Saints. From exactly. So you <laughs> let that other safety go, and you bring in a better safety. Like, so that, that's, a- that's a point. Like, <sighs> everyone in our division is well co- – like, the Giants, they are terrible. They have zero wide receivers. They have a no. terrible. They have a, a media work oh, mediocre all the line and team, but they're well coached. Well coached. The Cowboys defense is well coached. They win because of their defense. The Eagles defense and offense. They're they're well coached as well. Like everybody is well coached, and we have a coach that tells us that at the end of the year we need a linebacker, but in throughout the whole off season they don't get a linebacker. They bring the right. same defense back from last year. We do that type of thing. We let go right. two offensive line. Our offensive line was rated top 10 last year. We let two guys go. Right. And then we bring in two guys that were that were thrown out by their old teams that can't do anything. We're just not, we're just not well coached. It's, hey, it's just I'm going to let you read this one. You got this one. Go ahead. Trivia question. What does Florida Mayweather and the Eagles have in common? Great win, fellas. Next up, Green Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't really put your hint net on that. Um, they are the over flash. Yeah. I can say that they, you know, uh, they, they they're both, both undefeated. They're both undefeated. Oh, I mean, <laughs> all I can think of is money and green. And yeah, I don't undefeated. Know. That's what he's talking about. Undefeated. He five years. Yeah, they're both undefeated. The whole season. <laughs> that's but, a, you know that's what? a question. Let me pose really, a question. <laughs> really, no, I'm gonna have to come on your one of your live streams. And and do some trolling myself. Uh, Josh says our coaching is our coaches are trash. Our coaches are trash. Um, yeah. So Man, we talked about all the bad, all the negatives about this game. Are there any positives? We'll go around the frames. I'm gonna let um, Ian go first. What was a positive or two that you saw tonight? Uh, my positive, I think that Brian Robinson was a positive. I like to see him falling forward. I think he runs hard. I think he plays hard. Um, I think that um, I think that St. Juice is always going to be a, is a positive. I thought he played really good. I like how Holcomb is. It, Holcomb is, you know, he's a tackling machine. He's not always in the right spot, but he's always to the ball. And that's all you can ask as a linebacker. I also right. like how Jonathan Allen got after it and and Payne. And also another surprise is Ob- like uh, Obata. Like that guy is always getting to the quarterback. Like, Sweat might not get there now, but Obata is making tackles. He's in the backfield. He's playing hard, and he's not even supposed to be one of the core guys. Like, I really like him. Like, those are my big guys, like Obata and, and uh, like, Wild Goose. But, yeah, these young guys are out here playing. There were some some bright spots of young guys out there. We just – but those were kind of the bright spots for me. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and go to C-Ruff. Yeah, I agree with the names he gave pretty much. Um – I, th- I like what I saw from Cole Turner. Had a few catches, uh, you know, positive catches. Like you mm-hmm. said, Allen, Payne, you know, they were able to cause some some havoc in the backfield. Um, Wild Goose made a few plays. Yes. Yep. 
pretty much the people I agree with. I wanted to ask a question. I don't know if if our sound was kind of trumping over each other, but while we were talking about how good the coaching is in the division, I wanted to ask both of you all. I assume we're all in agreement that we want to overhaul. We want the head coach and Rob Rivera gone. We want Scott Turner, the offense coordinator. I, I, yes, I am. Matt <laughs> Del Rio, the defense coordinator, gone. So, assuming all three of those things took place at the end of the season or before the end of the season, what would be the three replacements that you all would like to see? Ooh. Mm. Let me go first. I would say I want to see Eric Bieniemy. In fact, if I even said his name right, um, I think we need a dynamic offensive play caller, a guy that can design plays. I just don't need a guy that's just going to call plays. I need some play designs. I need some creativity. I need some a guy that can make adjustments. Somebody said, oh, we're down, whatever. You're going to see adjustments. I saw minor adjustments, but it wasn't nothing that made me go, wow. You know, I need somebody who can read the defense and figure out what's going on and say, okay, if they do this, we're going to do this. And we haven't had that since Scott Turner has been here. In terms of head coach, to be honest, I just need somebody younger. So I don't mind if the head coach I, – I, see, the head coach can be offensive-minded or defensive-minded. But for sure, for sure, I need the guy from Kansas City because I feel like he can come out here, call, you know, be creative. I've seen some, you know. So for me, I don't really, I really don't care who the head coach is or the or the defensive coordinator. I just need an offensive mind. Yep. What about you? I I, I agree. I I can't think of their names right now, but I want someone young. Uh, I, we we lost three of these guys. We lost three of them in the past. Eight years, we lost three of them, and and one of them went on to win a Super Bowl, and they're all coaching right now, and they're all doing pretty well, and they all have exciting offenses. So I want one of those guys back that we lost. I can't think of the name, but I would like to get the the guy in Buffalo, young guy, he's, he's killing it right now. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy in Miami is really good. If I was going to take an offense coordinator, those, like those those guys, I would want to be head coach. Like taking one of those young guys that are innovative and that are in the new NFL, which the new NFL is is throwing that ball, like throwing that ball. I need somebody that's innovative and young and 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 into this offensive scheme that they got going on right now. I don't want a defensive guy. Like those are two guys I'm looking at. I do like uh Greg Roman's a little bit older, but but I know he can design but what I know about Greg Roman is he can design something for whoever we have as a quarterback. Doesn't matter who we have in I know he's gonna design the offense for them. Like those are those are my those are kind of who I'm looking at. Good deal, good deal. See, rough. Same question for you, man. Oh, uh, <laughs> is Raheem Raheem Morris is an assistant, right? Raheem Morris is an assistant. Uh, yeah, Tampa Bay should be. Yep. I would like to see Raheem Morris potentially as our head coach. I think Raheem. I like it. Yeah. And then Eric Bianami as the offensive coordinator. Yep. Eric Bianami for sure. And I don't know if he would do this, but I got a sleeper. All right. A guy coaching uh, at an HBCU. And that's that's there in my heart as a grad. Uh, Coach Prime, defense coordinator. Ooh, let's go. Hey, <laughs> for the culture. Oh, <laughs> hey, for the culture, every name that, that you be- pick. You already know the NFL is going to be mad. They're going to be mad. That'd be great. He wouldn't do it, though. He wouldn't do it, though. That'd be great, though. 
it'll be awesome. Oh, like, that's the kind of energy and fire that we need because, like I said, we got we got some talent, but we just need guys that can coach up these guys. And I don't think that we have anybody that can coach up these guys. The only coach that I would say has been decent in the past, hasn't been good this year, is John Matsko, the offensive line coach. This year, yeah. usually they will bring in bargain mark players, <laughs> yeah. and John Matsko will take those guys and make them better than what they are. Exactly. This year, they were shopping at the dollar store. When they brought in Norwell and Turner, these were guys coming from the dollar store. They were coming in hurt. They were coming in. It's like when you – this is worse than the dollar. This is a thrift. This was a thrift store. This was the $1 thrift store. You get these <laughs> items that are already broken that you can't fix, and you're trying to take these items to make them shiny. No, it didn't work. Trey, Turn Trey Turner was hurt all camp. And I think it was C-Ruff that said, why is Trey Turner – and so many guys on Twitter, why is Trey Turner getting the job over at West Weiser? Then West right. Weiser goes down. Then the center goes down. Then another center goes down. Then you get a guy in Martin that's snapping the ball to the ground. Larson comes. It's been a mess. It's been a mess. And I don't know if it's the personnel or if the, all I know is that Norwell and Trey Turner are both fat, slow, and trash. Okay. They you know get why the that same is. production out of me. And you know why that, that is? Field. That's because Ron didn't come in prepared. You come in to the NFL season with one true center. You know that Larson is hurt. You don't know how how long he's going to be there or when he's going to get back. So you don't have an actual true center on the roster. You don't come in with other backups on the line. You came in with just these seven linemen because you push position flex, which is like his favorite thing. So it's your fault that we're we're so decimated on line because you didn't come in correct with with enough linemen or enough like main decent linemen. Like the depth was bad. You yep. come in with four corners. Or five corners, right? And then William Jackson doesn't want to play, so now we're stuck with Wild Goose, who's actually playing, play, playing really good for somebody who's only been there for three weeks, right? But but that's not how you run an NFL team coming in the season with, five, with four corners, and now one of your main ones that you're paying forty million dollars not going to there. You got to have depth. We don't have and, depth. And, and speaking of Wild Goose, do you see how much better the defense looks without William Jackson the third out there? William Jackson the third requesting a trade. First of all, William Jackson III, you are a bump. Whether we are in <laughs> zone, whether we are in man, all I see is you looking at the opponent's back of the jersey. Whatever yeah. that's on the back of the jersey is all William Jackson is always looking at. So it doesn't matter what scheme. I always hear, oh, it's the scheme. I can't play zone. I want to be in a better scheme or a better team. Now, granted, he could go somewhere else and be in a better scheme and better fit. But for us, you haven't done anything since you've been here. You've but here's the, here's the thing. He was drafted by Cincy. They used him. They didn't make an offer to him when he left. They went to the Super Bowl immediately after he left. What does that tell you? They didn't make they didn't make a single offer to him. They let him walk easy. They went to the Super Bowl immediately after he was gone. So whether you're playing man, whether you're playing zone, you're getting beat. You're not very good. Or if it's serviceable, you're definitely not a $40 million co uh, corner. You might be a starter, but you're not good enough to say, well, I need to be in man. No, you need to play whatever we play you, play you in. You're an NFL player. All facts. Like, you don't, di you don't dictate the coverage 
uh, as well. Like, and and then that's on Ron for your evaluation. You, you, you and you and Del Rio, y'all should have evaluated this guy as a man cover, and you don't play man. That doesn't make any sense. Right. It's just, to me, bottom line, fellas. Like to me, it all comes down to coaching. It hasn't been good for three years. It hasn't. Uh, if if I wanted to say one coach was decent, it'd be Del Rio because he steadily somehow gets the defense to play a couple of games good. But it all comes down to, to coaching. And we got one coach that is our player evaluator and our GM, and maybe it's just too much for him. I don't know. It's maybe it's just too much for him to handle. All right, guys. So we got five more minutes left on the show. Before we leave, I want to ask you guys a question, and then uh, also want you guys to plug how the people can find you on social media or whatever you want to plug. Uh, I'm going to go to Ian first. What is your expectation of this Green Bay Packers game? Give me your score prediction. Give me what you see happening, win-lose, any changes. Um, take it away. What was that? The, the connection cut out. So game prediction for the Green Bay uh, Packers game. What you think is going to happen, if you think there's going to be any changes with the team, and then also plug how the people can find you on social media. I don't think it's going to be much of a team. I think this win uh, said that. I don't think it's going to be much teams. I think maybe you're going to see uh, another cornerback jump in. I think that Green Bay is going to beat us pretty pretty handily. I would say probably like two touchdowns. I don't see offense. And Carson's going to have a lot of yards because we're going to end up paying, paying from behind. So he's going to be eating up those yards again. And, you know, it's going to give him an excuse to say he's playing, give Ron an excuse to say he's playing well. Uh, and the people can find me at uh, on Twitter at, at uh, Enon Webb at Twitter. You can find my link there. All right. Good deal. Good deal. C-Ruff, same question. So for the Green Bay game, I think it's really hard to even say right now what what it's going to look like with the injuries that we have, um, not knowing who is going to be back potentially. I mean, maybe Dotson will play, maybe uh, Logan Thomas. Like I said, Bates is out. Uh, shoot, who knows? Maybe even Chase Young. Uh, they haven't ruled him out, you know, for, and he did get some work in uh, today, I think it was. So, but I'm not expecting us to win either way, but I just don't know, like, as far as the score. If I had to say right now, if the same people that were out today don't play, I would probably say, like, 30-17 Green Bay, something like that. Um yeah, just just too many holes on the team, man. Like we said, and if you have, you can have personnel, but if your coaching is not up to par, it means nothing. And so, where you where you all can follow me um, is, uh, let's see, Instagram Timeout Sports with two underscores, Twitter Timeout Sports three. Um, yeah, my personal Twitter account is at the Rough Way D A R U F F W A Y underscore. Um, and also I'm a big advocate for the WNBA and for somebody that supports that league and, uh, the fashion that comes along with it. I, I run a page, created a page where I highlight their outfits and stuff pregame. And, you know, even in the off season, you can follow those pages at, uh, Twitter is fits underscore WNBA and Instagram WNBA league fits. I love it, man. I love all you do for the sports community. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Ian, for coming. Hey, this was like a random, random show, but I felt it was needed, especially we all had time, and we just got done watching this game. So I just wanted to talk about this. I appreciate the both of you coming out. My prediction for this Green Bay game, like you guys have said, I think we lose, but I don't think Green Bay puts up 30 points. I think defense shows up enough 
Uh, maybe Green Bay puts up about 21 to 24 points, somewhere around there. Uh, the commanders struggle to score 20 points. <laughs> it's going to be maybe a 21 to 10 <laughs> type score. Uh, you're going to see Carson Wentz put up some numbers. Um, but if it is a 30-something point type thing, then you're going to see Carson Wentz put up 350, two or three touchdowns. That's just what he does. In the fourth quarter, he's doing all these things to come back, and that's why the commanders are good for fantasy. <laughs> For these purposes, but I promise you guys this: I am not starting Carson Wentz anymore. I'm not starting Terry McLaurin anymore. I don't trust this team. Even if if Chase Young comes back, it changes everything. I think with Chase Young and Montez Sweat on opposite sides, and then our defensive tackle and Tim, yeah, he's not having it. He's he he is sick and tired of these Commanders as well. <laughs> this is his debut in the show. Usually, the other brothers being on the show, so this is his first time on the show. But, um, yeah, I think the Commanders lose that game. It's going to be a close game. Uh, guys, you guys can follow me on Twitter at uh, TS with Manny or Manny Chakuba. Uh, be sure, for those of you guys that are, that are going to be listening to the show on the audio version, please subscribe, please like, please share. This is the Back Row Commander Show. This is your host, Manny, joined by Ian and joined by Time Out Sports. I appreciate you guys, and I will catch you guys on that next episode. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Great show.